Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. We're out back behind the Electric Owl Social Club. I've got three members of the Ballantines with me. I'd love it if each of you could introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Vanessa. But Vanessa, what do you do in the Ballantines? I sing and I play tambourine. Hi, I'm Corey. I uh, play guitar. Uh, Jared sings organ guitar. So tonight we are outside the club and all of the Ballantines are smoking. So I'll ask you all, <laughs> what type of cigarette is your favorite? Personally, I like a, a Camel Crush, but I smoke next when we're not in America. Corey likes menthols. I love menthol cigarettes. I have a friend who smokes menthols, and he admits the only reason he smokes menthols is so that when he's in a club, he doesn't have to give anyone any cigarettes, because everyone hates menthols. I Actually, funny story, uh, this past Saturday, I bought a pack of menthols, and I went outside, had a smoke, came back like an hour later, I was like, I'm going to have a smoke. Where are they? Left them outside. No one touched the entire pack for that entire hour. Not even the bums wanted them. I would have touched them. I would have touched them hard. <laughs> I would also have touched them quite hard. Hi, my name is Corey Pollock. I play guitar in the Ballantines, and you were listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. I just like the way they taste. I also like Diet Coke, so I'm weird. Corey enjoys the rap music, so he enjoys the menthol cigarettes. And the, and the, and the, and the, the Diet, Diet Coke. Coke. <laughs> Sorry, and the Diet Coke. No, really, it's a thing. <laughs> Bitch Juice. Bitch Juice is its, uh, its, its little nickname with us. On the radio? Sure. That's an that's a English term. Bitch juice is an English term. It is. Yeah. It's, it's not, not in, inherently slang. Just adopted slang, so you can really push that by the CRC, no problem. Yeah. 
my name is Vanessa. I play in a band called The Valentines. You are listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Faith by a band called Valentines. We're outside. They're smoking, having their smoke break. I'd love it if one of you can talk about this track. Ooh, Faith. Oh, man. To be fair, this is actually... Who's, who's talking here? Who, one person can talk, or two can talk, but we have to do it one at a time. Faith is actually uh, the first song that Jen Wilkes, who is not present in uh, in the current interview situation, she brought that to the table, and it was total like blindside. We had no idea she had so many aces up her sleeve. The Valentines. I'd love to know your origin story. How did you guys come together? Remember, we're doing a system where you put up your hand if you want to talk. Um, our origin story is actually not terribly thrilling, more just that we were all looking for something, and it just so happened that Jared sort of orchestrated it. Um, we more or less picked people that we wanted to hang out with, uh, as opposed to people that wanted to play music to be in a band just because we really like each other's company and hanging out and playing music together. I'm imagining a spy movie where you have the dossiers in front of you and you're like, all right, we're going to get that guy. So I hope you can talk about the process. <laughs> Some of that is totally true. I did I did have a couple of uh, uh, people that I really wanted. Like I, I knew um, Mick, um, uh, one of our drummers, I'd worked with previously in bands. I just knew that we gelled really, really well, and he was really adaptable to um, like new ideas and like wanted to try out new ways of drumming and new new thoughts. Um, and then by the time I started thinking about what I thought the band would be like, I had been spending a whole lot of time um, hanging out with with Vanessa and Corey specifically at Soul Club. And because that is a part of an underlying theme, especially in the beginning and inception of this band, um, just these two people who I knew loved it so much and had a groove on it, but also a bit more of a kind of a, a dirtier end of it you know like it wasn't it wasn't like it was it was a little bit less more than the Vandellas, a little bit more Isley Brothers you know a little bit more heartbreak a little less dancing in the street you know so so how about we introduce the four members who aren't here and one of the reasons why you chose them to be in the Valentines um well missing missing him from right now is Mick uh, who I already told you know his origin story um and uh Jen Milkshake is uh, <laughs> uh one of one of our singers also an organ player in the group and and, and writer she had this really exceptional very character driven voice and then uh oh oh uh daddy uh, <laughs> daddy daddy I had known again from when I was in other bands and he was playing up in Calgary and he was just this brother in arms of stupidity and uh, excess in comedy and uh also knew he played the drums and I didn't really care how good he played them and it turned out he can play them real damn well and uh, and then Max Sample was seriously this this strange little secret that hid wild in the card. corners this yeah wild card wild card, wild Max card. Sample yeah and you know he was he was friends of ours he's a, he was a you know friend of mine um, and uh, I, I originally met him through a friend of mine who he had started dating and he's like yeah I play bass and the guy doesn't just play bass he plays organ better than me he plays bass better than really almost anyone I've ever played with and has like an absolute like ridiculous gift he's got incredible control got incredible like style and writing just unbelievable we're lucky to, as hell to have that guy he, Max Samples hands down the best bass player I've ever had the pleasure of playing with. Like, there's just nobody else like him. It's obscene. It's actually obscene how good Max is at all instruments, all of them, every one of them that he ever touches. Max is also the guy that like knows all of the facts, like knows all of the trivia for everything ever. He actually once at a party convinced me that he had studied and practiced cat massage. <laughs> Much to my dismay, that is not actually the case. But I mean, technically, he did watch some YouTube videos and practice on a cat once, so he's not lying. Yeah. Hey, my name is Vanessa. I play in a band called The Valentines. You are listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. I've got. 
Hey, this is Jared from the Ballantines. You are listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Railtown Abbey. That's by a band called the Ballantines. I'm out here on a smoke break with the band, and I'd love it if you guys could talk about that track. Uh, this one is off of our first single. It's also, all intents and purposes, the second song that ever came to true fruition as us jamming as a group, and certainly the one where we felt we had started hitting on what it was we were going to be doing. Uh, it's Railtown Abbey. Um, it's, uh, I think it's really, you know, it, it, spe- it speaks to the sound of the band specifically right in that moment, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It just is. I still think it's a lot of fun. What's the most fun part of the track for you? For me, um, I I just I love the way it starts. Like it was for me, it was the first time I'd really like gotten a chance because I mean I, I just started with this band at that point, and I, it was the first time I got a chance to actually hear Vanessa sing, and it kind of blew my mind a lot. I talk about this thing I have called a face buzz. Face buzz. Where um, when you know when you're walking down the street listening to your iPhone or something, and a song comes on, it's just so perfect for that moment and your face kind of tingles a little bit. I, I got a face buzz when I first heard it, so. Nice, that's really nice, thank you. Yeah. And it's definitely, it, it's really a slice of what we do because it's just like a, a bar anthem. It's just love at a bar, and that's everything that happens to us. <laughs> All right, so the Ballantines, seven members, that's a lot of bodies to manage. So who is the ringleader? And I was hoping you could tell me a funny story about getting all of you guys together to do anything. Everything we ever do is a funny story about us getting everyone together to do something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, honestly, it's not that much different from having four schedules coordinated or three. There's just more of them. <laughs> so talk scheduling. Who's the person that is the hardest to round up? Ooh, no, we all take turns. We all take yeah. turns being the hardest to round up. We all take turns laying down the law. We all take turns hurricaning wildly into the night. <laughs> And so the last time you were the ringleader, who was the one that you had to come down on hard? Last time I was the ringleader, I think it was when we were in, uh, we were on tour in California, and it was the last night of tour, we'd all finished, and everyone just wanted to keep being in California. So I had to lay down the law that, no, we're not going back to Santa Cruz from Oakland. But it was only an hour and a half drive. <laughs> I'm never, no one ever is going to let me live this down, but I had to be like, no, we're going home. Like, this is what's happening now, we're driving home now. And everyone's like, oh, you said, why? Like, so mad about it. And it was the, just the most hilarious and frustrating, I, but funny. I brought you in and out burger, man. I don't know why you were so harsh. <laughs> I brought you in and out burger. Well, not that time, the day before, when I, <laughs> when I threw up in that trash can in Berkeley on my birthday. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> 24 hours changes everything and everything, especially this band. Like, you can be so gold last night, but you did one thing today, you're, uh, you're, you're done for. Bottom rung. All right, with so many people in the band, how do you guys determine who writes, who sings, who plays what? And then I'll I'll just start there. Um, I mean, honestly, we all take turns writing things. Uh, Me and Jared and Jen, for the most part, bring in the most completed sort of skeletons of songs. It's not about telling people what to play or who plays what. It just makes sense when we bring it in. Um, I mean, I could write... The lyrics to a song, I don't play a lot, a lot of anything, so I can't write someone else's part, I can't write Max's part, I can't write Corey's part. I might know something they want, that I want them to do, but it's just whoever, whoever finishes something the fastest and brings it into that next writing practice is the thing we start working on, and it, it hasn't, hasn't bit us in the butt yet. Like, most of all, it's pretty natural, I feel like. Um, I mean, I've, I've never felt in a band that 
writing and coming along with a song and getting uh, work done on a song and you know, everybody getting their parts has come more natural to me in a band. Like especially with the two drummers thing, I originally was very skeptical going in being uh, you know being a drummer originally myself, knowing how difficult that is. Um, but it just it never really reared its ugly head. It just was easy. So I have to ask, like seven members, multiple people doing multiple things. How do you prevent too many cooks in the kitchen syndrome? It's the strangest thing because I've worked in three pieces where I have had like been butting heads on like how a song has to go and micromanaging like a turnaround, you know, from verse to chorus. And just like and I really thought that was going to be a thing. And this group has decided, like, I don't know, I think mostly, like, subconsciously that that's not how we do it. You know, I mean, I'll come up, and sometimes I'll have, like, too much crap in my head. And everyone knows it when I'm coming in, and I even kind of know it. But I'll come to rehearsal with, like, 30 ideas and ask the people to do 30 things. And I sort of the, 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 the run I've been having right now is, you know, like, they'll do it. And then as soon as I'm paying attention to my own thing, they'll do something much better. And then I'll just keep thinking they did what I want them to do. I'm like, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> you know, Awesome. That's awesome. It's all coming together. And then I listen to playback and realize that they did something better. You know, so everyone's really cool about it. Everyone, you know, knows that they have their strengths and understands that there's an in- intent between behind people's songs, but also understand that they have an intent in that song. Now, once you're invested in the song, you know, it's not like one writer and everyone else's session for that person's song. It's all of our songs every time because no one's going to write that song. Song as well on their own. Hey, this is Jared from the Ballantines. You are listening to the interview show with Scott Wood.
Hi, it's Jared from the Ballantines, and you are listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Misery by a band called Ballantines. We're outside the Electric Owl Social Club, and these guys are having a smoke break. So I'm hoping one of you guys can talk a bit about this track. I'll start on that. Uh, Misery was the first song that I've really done in any group ever where I wasn't uh, hiding behind, you know metaphor and uh, sort of being aloof about stuff where I decided that I was going to put out exactly how I felt about a very specific situation that I had in my life and it was really really damn awkward for a long time and like there is video evidence of me cracking a little bit on stage and losing my mind even more than is usually wanted or accepted uh, a few times as well but now it's one of my favorite things to play and uh, you know that the, the, the misery in, in, built into the tune isn't nearly as deep as it once was so <laughs> it's kind of alright <laughs> Um, Jared and I both have songs that make us feel a little bit more naked. That's about as naked as you want Jared to get, Misery. (laughs) I was going to ask a serious question like, how do you guys as band members support your bro? (laughs) That's how. That's exactly Exactly like this. We... We only really deal in the. I mean, at the end, that's not true. We actually we're very supportive of each other. Like I think we're we're a family first and foremost. That's how I see this band more than any band I've ever been in. But I won't lie, we cut on each other all the time, and it's just the fun of being in this band. Is we love to make fun of each other as well. The thing about you know just general day to day life in our band or like any band really, you there's they're going to be things that you want to yell about or scream at people about. But the people in your band understand, so if you yell at them, at least they know why you're yelling, as opposed to someone else that you yell at that might just think you're a dick. And they wouldn't be wrong, but it's easier to not have them think that. The Ballantines, you guys have a catchphrase, which I think is awesome for what you guys do. The catchphrase, I would love one of you guys to say it, and then another one can talk about it. We can all do it. You all want to do it? Go for it. We fight the good fight, and it sounds a lot like love. Actually, it's really funny, because when we started uh, the band, every time we said Valentine's, we are like, oh, the Valentine's. We're like, no, Valentine's, like the pier or the scotch. And, um, I mean, honestly, like, the uh, Battle of Valentine Pier was like a union thing, and it, I mean, they came out on top, which is really cool. You almost never hear that. So we're like, you know, we fight the good fight, and it sounds a lot like love because we're named after a pier where there was a union dispute, and everyone thinks that our band is called the Valentines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't really call it, you can't be the Valentines because our romance is a little bit too broken to be for Valentines. <laughs> so hold on, I thought you guys were going to leak a track, but can you or can't you do that today? Because we'd love the exclusive. We uh, are not uh, capable of leaking a track because all things aside, we actually are in a real democracy and three out of seven does not make a vote. You see, I was afraid of interviewing all seven of you because it would be seven against one and here it's kind of screwed me. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what we do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so these guys have to get on stage really, really soon. So we're going to let them go. At the end of the show, i like the band to pick one of their tracks and talk a bit about it as I bring up that track. So who would like to choose... We're swinging, swinging single. We're swinging the single right now. Which one of the two we want to drop there, kids? Let's drop Velvet. Yeah. Let's say Velvet. Yeah. All right. You can talk about that one. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, Velvet was like a, was kind of a long time coming tune for this group. Um, I had written before the band had even formed. I'd written the the bare bones of what was to become this tune, and we tr- I tried it, man. I tried it for practice after practice after practice, hitting brick walls. Nothing worked. It wasn't working. And I still had something in my head. And then seriously sat on it, let it go cold for over a year. And then we kind of all found a new place for it, a new idea, a new, a new point of it. And then finally came out. And right now it's one of my favorite songs to play and sing on stage. 
and that's also on the new single. So, so we're going to listen to Velvet by the Ballantines. Guys, thanks for being on the show. Thanks, thanks so for having us. Ow! Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure, man. Thank you. Hi, it's Jared from the Ballantines, and you are listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. Yeah.